Hello, everyone. I'm Christian Sanchez, Phoenix Rising Youth Academy coach, and you're listening to Villas Podcast. <laughs> Hola amigos de Pancho Villas Army, what's up from Villa Headquarters? Uh, once again, el coronel here, el sargento y el capitán Ivan uh, with another episode of Villas Podcast, uh, a very special podcast, that, and I say this all the time, something special is happening, but this one we have we have a winner, dude. We finally have a winner, and I'm not talking about soccer. I'm not talking about baseball. I'm talking about the country, dude. How long has this been, dude? I was afraid that I was going to record this podcast, and we didn't even have a winner yet. <laughs> How do you feel, dude? Are you glad well, that this is over with? I am glad because I can finally get some fucking sleep, bro. I'm telling you, ever since like Tuesday, I've been glued to the TV and have not been able to sleep. And you know what? For for Mr. Biden. Oh, Ivan, how are you doing with this, man? I know you you keep up with sports. Was this like a sporting event for you? Were you kind of like, damn, dude, they're 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 playing catch up or? Yeah, I, I'm sure everybody can relate to this where it started and like Trump was ahead. I was like, not again, another four years. Wow, and then and then when when Biden gave his speech the other day and he goes, be patient, you know, the votes are coming in, and then that night where he just caught up in other states, I was like, okay, then he was probably correct. And look, this morning, Biden. Saturday, Saturday morning, dude. It finally got announced. No manches. Finally. Dude, I got out of work. I got out of work, and I don't want to cut, cut. You know what? Let's get let's get our guest in. Let's get our let's guest go. on. Because I definitely, I'm sure that he probably. Well, we want to get too. Yeah, we want to we want to know a little bit more about what his thoughts are, but I just want to make sure you guys are okay. You know, I just want to make sure you guys are alive. Hell yeah, got, got the eye drops for the for the red yeah. eye. You guys took, finally took showers. It's good. <laughs> oh, pestosos, man. All right. Well, uh, Cornet, introduce our guest. Absolutely. Hey guys, uh, it makes it brings me great pleasure to bring on uh, Christian Sanchez. Christian Sanchez is my nephew. Um, it's, it, he's been with us since day one, obviously, uh, for those of you guys who do know Christian, he, he does come out to the games and, and whatnot. He was actually at the first, first ever Villas, uh, game tailgate, if you want to call it that versus the U S here in Phoenix. Uh, he's obviously met Serge, uh, he's met some of the young guys, but he's actually been, been, been through it with me since day one. So welcome to the show, Chris. How you doing? Thank you, thank you for the invitation. I mean, I'm, I'm doing pretty good too. Uh, you know, I'm also, you know, pretty happy that that whole election thing, you know, is over. I mean, like, you know, I gotta watch the election regardless if it's for my, you know, because I want to watch it or not. Because I mean, I teach about it. Like the past like six days, that's all I've been talking about. You know, because yeah. well, I got friends that know about the election, and we, you know, keep up. Then I teach social studies, so like. That's what I've been teaching about the whole week, you know. Got to be prepared, you know, for it. So finally, finally, like you said, you know, um, I don't need to watch the news, you know, three, four hours every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'm his way. I was doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was, I, for real. It was, I didn't turn that shit off. To get these votes in, dude. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like you know what? So I, was scared. I know the problem. Here's the problem. They didn't get Rasa to count the votes. We would be like, come <laughs> on. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, they were taking <laughs> They were forever, man. It did, I just, I mean, I, I get it, right? There are so many more absentee ballots and all that bullshit, right? But it's like <laughs> I was just, I turn on the TV and I'd sit there for hours, knowing that a vote drop. They'd be like, "Oh, a vote drop is going to be coming in another, you know, thirty minutes." And I sit there. <laughs> two hours later, it's going to come another fifteen minutes. I'm sitting there, dude. And, and I swear to God, dude, like two o'clock in the morning, I'm still watching fucking TV. Like, like, is there going to be a change? And then I finally knocked out, and, and sure enough. You know, we had some big changes and whatnot, but dude, I'm sure everybody kind of felt the same way. Well, dude, it's yeah. like every morning you get up and it was something, something changed, something happened, something crazy. You're just like, Ching, dude, this is like a, it's probably like the longest, it's like a baseball game. It's a long yeah, game. But it kept getting like, better and better, right? Like, like it kept <laughs> getting better and better. Where the, when the election started, you're like, oh my God, this guy's going to win again. But then again. every morning as the absentee ballots kept coming in, 
he kept like taking leads and then catching up and flipped a couple of states like Georgia. What's up, Georgia? Seeing those, start seeing yeah. all those red, right? All those red states are like, chinga su madre. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like it was like, that, um, I just wanted to say that I have never watched like so much news. I mean, I watch news right for an hour or, you know, like 30 minutes, but I literally watched like three hours of CBS news, <laughs> NBC news. I kept changing channels because I'm all like, Oh, I want a different version or someone saying something different. I'm all like, well, like nearly like four or five hours every night of news. I'm almost like, what's going on? And, and, and every channel you change to yeah. is like the election, election. election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. Then you start, it's like, it's like they all had different scorecards. I'm being right. Like somebody right. counted Arizona and somebody didn't. And that's like, and I'm, I'm like, damn, who, 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 who am I going to believe here? Right. Like, but Arizona, oh. dude, we're like, I don't I know, know what man. the fuck they're doing. We were kicking ass, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yes. shit! <laughs> but Nevada, wait, también, no mames, wait, like, like they purposely were taking. The, I don't know what the hell they were dragging their feet. Like, like California was done on that night, bro. Like seriously, that night it was already called. California's blue, dude. They, they're Dodger. You know? Here's my theory. Here's my theory before we move on to another topic. Arizona siempre quiere meter las pinches patas, wey. They always wanna, they always wanna have a hand. They want always wanna have a hand in something. So like, they like want, the, they, I, think, I think they were waiting. I really think they're waiting to see all the other states come in, and then it'll be like, we're the final deciding vote. Ah. You know what I'm saying? I just think that's, that's, that's what Dude, if you live, if you live in Arizona, they always do that. Like you watch the news, right, Chris and, and Phoenix, yeah. I mean, Chris and, and Z. You yeah. watch the news, and something happens. Some I don't know, some big car wreck like 20 cars pile up and they're like the driver who started that lived in arizona for three years i mean they always somehow find some fucking tire connected in a way. <laughs> yeah they but, always connection oh the guy the, the murderer the, the guy whatever some some mass shooter he he drove by arizona this one time so. <laughs> exactly exactly so much. bottom line thank you arizona for turning blue this year Hey, but that's cool, man. You know what? So you're Christian. You're a you're a teacher, and even Ivan's a teacher too, right? So I think me and me and Coronel oh, were kind of curious. Yeah, nice. you got a few teachers here. I, I used to teach at the uh, college también, but then they kicked me out because. I'm, oh. <laughs> what? Whoa, what? <laughs> well, dude, you can only take. I, I mean, finger, like, <laughs> like finger finger painting in college, bro. I mean, like you can do that like in high school. <laughs> or in the hey, if they pay, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll finger paint all day. No, hey, so, uh, so, so you're social studies, right, Christian? Yeah. Ivan, what are you teaching again? Same thing, history, high school. Uh, oh, nice. Those, nice. Yeah. Yeah. dude. Ching so, ching so how, how does it work, dude, during these elections, man? I know because it's a big hot topic. What, what do you need to be mindful of? What you say, who you support. You got to, you always, I mean, imagine you got to be neutral, like a lot of like reporters yeah. and stuff. You can't like, I don't know. I'm just assuming. What, what yeah. how, how did you work it this week, Chris? How did you do it so, this week? So first, so we literally like stopped what we were learning about, right? Because we got our content, right? And we got to teach, right? And it doesn't align with current events. So we literally <laughs> stopped, you know, like a week and a like about, yeah, like about a week and a half before, you know, election day. And we just started talking about elections. I mean, we went over like, how does the election work? We went over, you know, the presidential debates. And, and yeah, like you said, I mean, like, uh, as a teacher, you know, you got to be the moderator, right? You got to be in be like neutral. You got to be like, you know, I, I can, you know, tell them, you know, like who I'm going to vote for or, or, you know, if I'm blue or red, you know what I mean? So, um, it's tough to do it right because they're always asking, they want to know. I mean, they, they see you as a, as a mentor, right? As someone that, you know, they're teaching, you know, they want to know, you know, they, uh, some of these kids, you know, are not Democrats or Republican yet, you know, you know, because, well, they haven't made up their minds or some of them do favor one because of their parents. But a lot of them are just picking from here and there. Like, you know, I want my identity. Right. And and to be honest, the way I do it is I just try to, you know, teach the facts. Right. Teach them how to create an opinion, how to how to make decisions for themselves. But it's tough, though. It's tough because those guys ask me all the time, like every day, hey, hey Mr. Sanchez. I always tell my students, when I'm not your teacher anymore, I'll tell you who I vote for. I tell you everything because I, I'm not going to teach you. Know? I'll tell you the yeah. real Yeah. yeah. And, and I will you do it, what? to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like if I'm not teaching you anymore, so I don't got to deal with your parents no more, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about politics, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know? 
it's, it's a little, yeah, we did the same thing, kind of like we had some work assignments and then obviously the kids would ask, Mister, the, you know, the election, blah, blah, blah. But we did the same thing, taught them about yeah. the difference between like the popular vote, the electoral one, um, just all that stuff, I mean, like the basics so they can know how to like kind of explain why each state is like 50, California gets 55 and, you know, votes like that, stuff like that. That's pretty much what went over. And same thing. I, they're, we're not told not to sway the students, um, but at the same time, when they ask certain questions, I try to stay neutral, obviously, right? Because I don't want to get a call from parents because it happened before where, Are you blah, gonna be- blah, 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 blah. And like, ah, uh, yeah. Did you, did you give did you give my child uh, uh, nudie magazines or no. did you give them <laughs> alcohol? <laughs> I still- and, but, but look, I'll say this, I'll say this. Once students graduate, a bunch of students like kind of like to keep in touch for references or jobs or what have you. Right. A handful of students asked me, like he did, hey, once they graduated, Mr. They registered, Mr. Who do I vote for? Bro, where is he going to ask me that? So I got all my former students who graduated, every single one of them. I helped them register to vote and they all voted. Good. Awesome. Want to have their own identity, dude, because yeah. a lot of parents have a big influence. And, you know, I, I'm just curious to know if you have any students that come in and, and start to argue, though. I don't know. I don't think they're at that level yet, right? Like with the adults, no. how when adults, even if you're like at a grocery store or you just mentioned, it's enoja la gente, way. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, if, and you know yeah. what? I told the students something where for them to keep in mind. And I think it goes for all of us growing up. There's been times when Republicans win for president. It's okay if they win. It's not the end of the world that they're not going to, like, like, you know, get us out of this country. But my right. thing is, where I told the students, it's okay if a Democrat doesn't win the election. I go, what I see is not okay is how, how divided the country is. Like, how openly people are um, okay with being racist. I go, that's yeah. what bothers me. Like, I don't mind if I know somebody and they vote Republican. It's okay. Not everybody's going to think alike, mm-hmm. but being openly racist, that's what bothers, I think, me, and I think I can speak for a lot of people on that behalf. Which is supporting, well, no, I mean, just the fact that I, he didn't talk, talk talk against it, he didn't. He wants their vote, dude. And if somebody's going to cater, you know, a group of people that are hating, you know, that are about hate, dude, that's, that's done for me, man. Afuera, you know, that's a check I mean, right there, you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree a little bit with Diamond to, to an extent where... He mentioned, obviously, you have a problem with people being openly racist. I mean, just being racist, period. You know what I mean? Because there's people who are secretly racist, too. So that, that's exactly. even... Yeah. There's a lot of them out there. That, yeah. You know what? I think we're going to vote for him. Before, before we move on to the other topic, but I mean, I know like Chris, obviously, Chris, you deal with a lot of students. I have been the same thing. I think for me, the scary part about this is there was a lot of people that voted for Trump. A lot. And it just, it's almost like one almost, million. Dude, like it's, 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 it's split. It's almost like split in half. So I just kind of granted he Biden won. Congratulations. Right. But at the same time on the flip side, that's like half the country, almost that's that's a lot, half the country, half the almost half the country. And to me, I think that's a bigger that's issue. Alarming. That's yeah. more alarming. So yeah. But, yeah. I just wanted to add up to what I've been said about that, you know, Obviously, you know, we do got to re- remain neutral whenever, you know, we're talking about politics and, yeah. and you know, other controversial, you know, like issues. Religion. But, straight, but, but straight off, I mean, like, as teachers, I mean, we, we tell them, you know, how it is, especially when something's wrong is wrong. You know what I mean? Like, for example, uh, um, I think Wednesday morning, right, we were talking, I was talking to my students about the whole election, right? And then, I mean, obviously, you guys heard, you know, the speech by the president, right, making allegations with no evidence and things like that. <laughs> We talked about like the losses and everything. We talked about like it was wrong to start, you know, making accusations without having evidence. It's wrong to be, you know, to be making accusations without a whole process being over. So you know what I mean? Like, regardless if I, you know, I support the Democrats or Republicans, you know, what is wrong is wrong. Like, like, like I've been saying, like if you're a racist, is wrong. You know, if you do this, you're wrong. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so um, you know, we, we try to, you know, do that. Or I try to do it as a teacher, just because, well. They need to teach. They, we need to. They need to let, learn that what is wrong is wrong. You know, especially because the past four years, you know, you can call everything fake. You can call everything. You, you know what I mean? Like how our country has been the past four years, where like if someone is saying something bad about you, you're already saying they're fake. You're already saying 
they're wrong on you know what i mean so they yeah. gotta yeah. understand you cannot change the truth you know yeah. which is uh you know what i mean you cannot change facts especially because that's yeah. you know <laughs> that's there man you gotta have evidence you can't just yeah. say what so I was scared somebody pushed me or somebody robbed me. Well, I can you can say that, but do you have proof? Do you have you know something to prove it? That's not yeah. going to work in court. So yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, again, let's let's yeah. jump right into this. I mean, that's been the biggest topic, and I think it's been yeah, it's it heavy on everybody. Yeah, it's been so it's yeah. so huge, especially here in this country. But Christian, again, welcome. Um, I'd like for for those of you guys who don't know Christian, Chris, let's talk a little bit about. Your, your, I know your journey. I, I definitely okay. know your journey, and I commend everything that he's done to me, I think, is is remarkable. Uh, let me take this time, if I haven't told you. I mean, I respect everybody, but one of the few people that I do respect and admire is you, Chris. Just everything you've been through uh, with your family, and you've been, you've been just a rock. You know what I mean? You've been a rock, and you've set your mind to do things, and and I want to share that story with everybody, which is why we obviously have you at the podcast. So let's talk a little bit about you know where you were born, where you grew up, uh, if you don't mind, and then and then just kind of yeah. what you're doing now, and 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 yeah, let, let's let's jump right into it. Okay, sure. So uh, so I was born in Phoenix, Arizona. I lived over here for about five years, but then uh, my parents were having problems here because they were living illegally here. So uh, at the age of five, my dad gets deported. So uh, my family had to make a tough decision. So we all moved back to Mexico. I mean, just because that's in our culture, right? I mean, we followed up, you know, you know, or our family. And obviously it was a tough decision for my parents. Uh, and that really changed or had an impact in, in my life, the life of my family. So, um, so I, I was raised in Mexico for most of the, my childhood. I mean, to be honest, most of my childhood memories you know, they are from my life in Mexico pretty much. So uh, I lived in Mexico for about 10 years. And at the age of 15, there was another big decision that was made by my parents that it also changed a lot of things. Uh, so at the age of 15, my parents tell me, hey, we want you to go back to the U.S. We want you to get an education over there. And they sent me, uh, you know, to live with my grandparents because at that time, my parents still couldn't come to the United States. Um, so, yeah, so... I've been living in Arizona since 2006. Uh, I literally, you know, went to high school here. I graduated from high school. After that, I went to college, you know, to pursue a, you know, a career on education. So um, I'm a teacher now. Um, besides teaching, I I also I coach. I coach um, soccer teams because uh, something that people know about me is that I'm crazy about sports. I'm passionate about sports, especially uh, soccer. So, uh, so I started coaching five years ago. Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny though because the first soccer, I mean, the first team that I coached, it wasn't even a, a soccer team. I I actually um, coached like flag football for you know high. Then I even coached softball, which I knew nothing about. I remember talking <laughs> to my Theo Richard about it, like, so so what do I do here? Like, I mean, I know the rules, but like, you know, I, I'm not like. I'm not great, you know, like at, at that sport. But anyways, though, um, after being able to coach those two sports, I got the opportunity to coach uh, for uh, for a club, for a big youth club um, that eventually became, you know, the official the uh, official youth academy of Phoenix Rising. So, uh, so yeah, so that's what I what I do now. I, I teach, I I coach, you know, for the Phoenix Rising Youth Academy. And I also coach at Cactus High School. I also coach a, a varsity a soccer team. So I'm all over the place right now. But yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Wow, man, you are busy. That's that's quite a challenge. No, no joke. I mean, that's 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 an amazing story, dude. The fact that you know you 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 were you're born here, went to Mexico because your parents, and you know I think a lot of people can connect with that. We have some connection there about that, you know. And then coming back, dude. Hey, you know what? Kudos to you to graduate, pursue your education. What, what, what made you go to education? Because that's a hard field. I think we need a lot more educators. And and what what made you know? Again, thank you for that because we need a lot. And and you know you know you guys are underpaid. I'm gonna say it right now. We definitely need to pay you better. Um, but what made you do that? You have to you have you know you have to have a passion for it, man. So what made yeah. you what made you do it? So so pretty much uh, I still remember it was my junior year. You know that I was trying to decide. What, I'm, what I was going to do, you know, like after high school, right? 
And you know how, like, in high school, you always get those uh, college fair, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. events, right? And I went through, like, a bunch of tables, right, a bunch of programs, right? And I was thinking, like, and I remember I just, you know, look at everything, right, because I wanted to see my options. And after that, I remember thinking, okay, well, my decision, you know, like, has to be made based on myself, you know, what I like, you know, what I'm passionate about. And I remember thinking, well, first of all, I love history, right? Like, I'm, you know, I love hearing stories, right? I love, you know, pretty much, you know, finding out how things came to be. I also was like, well, I also love sports. So I had to do something that relates to it, right? Or something that can give me even an opportunity to potentially maybe coach or, or be involved in a sport. And then after that, I looked at myself. I mean, I'm a person that always likes to, you know, help people out. I'm a person that loves to, I'm really friendly, loves to talk to people. I'm also a person that, you know, that um, has always, you know, be, be, been willing to, you know, help people out in a way by teaching them something or something like that. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Why not teacher? You know, I, why not become a teacher? And as, and when I went to college and I started, you know, like taking my classes and learning how to be a teacher and everything, it just made sense. You know, I, I felt like I was at home, you know, I felt like that was, you know, what I wanted to do. And I think that's one of the reasons why I, you know, have teach for five years, why I still coach, why I still do a bunch of stuff, even though my schedule is super busy. Love it, you know, like I enjoy it. So, you know, um, it, it was a, it was a, the good, you know, it was a good choice for me. I mean, the the journey, the journey. I mean, being watching him, seeing him grow. Obviously, right. I was had the opportunity to do that, or the privilege to see him grow, and to see him actually go to that those challenges by himself. I remember working at you were working at a burger joint forever. Yeah. Um, working overtime, <laughs> constantly working and going oh, to yeah. school. And, you know, he bought his little car and he just kind of like little by little doing things on his own, right? And then um, you you started working at Amazon. You worked there forever and overtime and you know how crazy that gets. But yeah. it was all, it wasn't, it, it, the funny thing about it is it was a great paying job, right? Everybody kind of gets content, but Christians just mm. always try to like, it's another step it's just another step this is the way to go this is the road to go and dude i mean just the journey alone and then now obviously his hands are tied his hands are full i should say coaching yeah. family yeah. school yeah. i mean even even to, even to schedule this podcast i was like dude really like when can you like when can you actually do this i know right <laughs> i know i didn't want to sound no peak or anything <laughs> he's gonna be telling us yeah man. so you know everything. Everything is great except for that red jersey you got up behind what? you. I don't know the Man, the Manchester United, United jersey. United, what? I don't know how. I mean, let's talk a little bit about the sports teams you like. I mean, obviously yeah. it's yeah. Manchester. Um, whatever. Just he became, Manchester. He became his own person there, Cornel. He can't. Oh, wait, no right. That's my, that's my identity. <laughs> Two in a row, Coronel. That's two in a row. I don't know where they're coming. You know, they're coming. They're coming like the Trump. The Trump votes. They just come out of nowhere. You know. No no hey, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> But y'all can, can go back. Everywhere. <laughs> they're they're come they're crawling out of the rocks. But y'all can go back. All right, man. Well, that's so, good. so he does know about football then if he's working for America, then that's good. Uh, Ivan. Ivan, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? All right. So uh yeah. So tell us about Manchester United first, man. What made you uh, go yeah. for that team? So so pretty much it was like in it was pretty much like oh eight or nine, you know. Um I was living here in the US. And obviously, you know, like when I used to live in Mexico, well, it was just Mexico, you know, Mexican league, right? I was a, you know, hardcore, you know, like American fan, right? You know, most of my friends, you know, like, you know, in my neighborhood, like America and everything. And that was my only, my only, my only team pretty much growing up. Um, but then when I came over here, you know, I remember like having, you know, cable, right? For the first time, like in Mexico, I didn't have cable. So I used to watch it just like local TV. And I remember watching these European, you know, like teams, right? And, you know, as we know, the level is a little bit higher, a little bit faster. You got more fanciness, right? You know, not nothing wrong with other leagues, right? But, you know, levels a little bit higher. And I just remember, you know, keeping up, you know, with those European countries. And then that was 08 or 09 when Manchester United were like, you know, you know, they had, you know, Ronaldo, you know, Tevez, 
Rooney, you know, they won the Champions League, right? So I was just like, I'm gonna start following these guys, right? And ever since, you know, like that's that's you know my my other soccer team, you know, that that I follow. I'm a hardcore, you know, like United fan. I know that my tío and I always talked about it, right? Because he's a Liverpool fan, right? So you know, we can't really watch, you know, like European soccer together sometimes because of that. But same thing, he's a Chivas fan, so like. <laughs> You know, oh, in soccer, we do kind of no. mess a lot, but <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, that, that's pretty much, you know, why I like, you know, Manchester United. <laughs> well, dude, I was, I, you know, same with me too, man. I mean, I, I follow in Fort Course Chicharito, joined them, and that's where my, my I, I, already, I already was interested in them. You know, I liked the, the, the talent they had, Xen Ronaldo. Um, and it was Sir Alex Ferguson too, dude. Ferguson was amazing. I love that coach. Yeah. And then the fact that he got Chicharito, I was just like, dude, that's 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 the team I'm gonna follow now. Like that's my team. I'm gonna follow them. And of course, everything went upside down as soon as Ferguson retired. And Madre, the team just went went to United family. Typical Chivas fan jumping off a bank, right? Cornel, who do you cheer for in Europe? Liverpool. 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 Absolutely. I think I'm the only person who doesn't have a team. I don't really cheer for eight. Join us, man. United. Yeah, United. Uh, uh, look at that. Another. This, this is the way. This is the way. This is this is how. I don't have any like jerseys from any Europe. Oh, wait, I'm lying to you. I have a Copa Ronaldo with Real Madrid, but they were given to me. Um, but if a Mexican is in a Euro team, I'll follow that team. But yeah. I don't have a favorite team for, more, to be honest. I most don't. Mexicans are right, dude. If, if there's, yeah. I mean, I watch all, I watch, you know, Ajax because of, of you know, the players Ochoa. there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, what I mean, there's a bunch of them out. Napoli. Like, I don't, I never follow Napoli until, of course. Yeah, you, me either. You know? Yeah. That, like, that I, I really you know about favorite. these teams. They're legendary teams, right? Because they've, they've had, you know, longevity, but I never watched their, their games, you know, their matches. And now I follow them all the time. So, and, and you know, and you know what? What, Chris, you brought up a really good point in that. Yeah how cable tv got him yeah. to see manchester and i think i'm not switching off the subject but that's what happened in la for the nfl there there was no team here for a couple of decades mm-hmm. so a lot of fans that's why if you come to la you see a lot of packers fans a lot of cowboys fans obviously raiders fans but with cable tv the cardinal fans. there's cardinal fans there too like the yeah. one cardinal right. fan had to go had to transfer there because of his job the one <laughs> No, I think that's that. That's why a lot of like with cable TV now. Even you guys know, growing up, we couldn't see like Chivas Omega games. You had to. Sometimes they were like on replay or something. And now you can get every football game oh, in yeah. Europe and Mexico. To, you know, there's, but there's so many streaming services too. Dude. Yeah, it's kind of like a menu, right? Here comes the Macedo. <laughs> It's all right, what do you want? What do you want to watch? And you're like, ah, oh, dame eso, dame eso. Dame eso. It's going to be like $300. ¿Sabes qué? Quítame eso. Quítame eso, quítame eso. Coronel, Coronel, hey, how do I get that for free? Okay, it's all right. True. I, I thought of my dad when he said Oh, he has a hookah there. There it is. Send us a link. Remember, we were talking, we, just, we, were just, we were just at an event, and we were just talking about how we can get Free uh NFL uh, ticket packet. Oh, Remember yeah. we were talking about that, Chris? Yeah. We were just oh, talking, yeah, 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 yeah. We were just discussing about hey, you gotta find a move, man. You gotta <laughs> the politicians are dirty and they get shit for free weekend too, man. That's what I gotta say. But <laughs> I hate so, eventually, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me I mean and just for the record, Chris is a, a Colts fan. He's I don't know how the fuck that happened. How'd you uh, become a Colts fan? Yeah, he's a better quarterback than Tom Brady, homie. We'll forget. Hey, but Tom Brady's got more rings. You know what? Robert Ory has more rings than Jordan. It doesn't make him a better player. That's true. That's true. I'll take Robert Ory. (laughs) (laughs) He doubled. He checked. He checked. Uh, uh, Steve Nash into the boards. Remember that, Z? Oh yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I took our freaking play our championship that year, dude. Because you're here. We go. Here we go. Uh, yeah, he slipped. Steve Nash slipped. He yeah, slipped. Or, but, or a punk, man. Hey, 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 but look at look at Steve Nash now. He's gonna take charge in uh, New Jersey. That'll be cool. We'll yeah. see. Hey, hey but that's cool. He, hey. He's a soccer. He's a, he loves soccer too. So I like oh, yeah, that. Nash is a and, man. And I hope the Colts do good because they have a top five defense and a pretty good offense this year. And the AFC, they're low. They're very subtle, subtle, and they can make some noise. They have, they have a good defense, man. You guys have a good defense. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure, for no, sure. So basically, he's he just he just cursed your team because he's a 40 yeah. fan. He just so gave you like a bad juju, my swear. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hey, top hey, game on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, the, the Niners actually have Super Bowl victories, unlike the Cardinals. What a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of time. Well, that was slow. <laughs> No, I, I, that looked up. That looked up to be a good matchup. I actually had to work and whatnot. But speaking of 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 that game, right? Well, I mean, just because it was during the week and it just recently, uh, Chris, obviously you're a big Phoenix Rising fan. We follow the Phoenix Rising too. Obviously, the USL team. You know, we won the Western Conference uh, uh, championship. Going on to find, going on to the final that yeah. gets canceled against the Tampa Bay Rowdies because of COVID. Uh, I think there was uh, two players and a coach, if not the head coach, that got they got COVID for the Rowdies, and and USL decided to cancel, completely cancel the season. So, what's your take on that? How do you feel about that? To be honest, like as a fan and also as part of the organization, it sucked. Like you know what I mean? Like we were all looking forward to it, especially because you know two years ago we made it right, we lost, you know, the championship, and you know we were excited, you know. The kids that play for Phoenix Rice were excited. It, it was a big thing. I mean, you're playing for a championship. I mean, that that gets you pumped up. And then I find out, I get text messages from friends. Then I look it up online and I'm all like, you got to be kidding me. You know what I mean? Like, you play a season and then you're not going to play the championship. Like, I mean, I, I'm one of those big believers that is like, you either don't do it or if you start it, you finish it, right? Now, I don't want to get into politics or into like, oh, COVID or mass. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just... As a, as a yeah. sport fan, right? But that's just the way I am, you know? And it was just disappointing that it's like, well, we don't get to finish the season. Or both teams are champions. Like, you know you know what I mean? Like, I don't like it's that. just, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it just sucks that you don't get to finish it. Like, I was willing to wait, right? I mean, we're used to waiting, right? Elections, right? And, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? You know, rise and at Disneyland, you know, the bank. I mean, Costco yeah, lines. Right? Wait, 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 <laughs> a, teen- a teenager in high school waiting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right. You know what? It, it does suck, but the USL got hit pretty hard, huh? Because I just saw yeah. a post where um, the Reno team folded. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Good. Yeah, I mean, they, they deserved it, but yeah. um, it, you know. Yeah, they're all sorry COVID, about that. Yeah, it, it yeah. Just COVID hit everybody hard, like financially, yeah. you know. And then yeah. you guys know some people don't take it serious and look no, at it now. And I just want to say that I, I obviously, you know, I know the threat right of, of COVID, yeah. you know, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm an educator. So, you know, I know how it has had, you know, students, you know, like families. I, I'm just saying it from like, from like a fan, you know, perspective from like someone that is part of it and someone that is competitive. I love sport as you saw, but, but I totally understand, you know, like COVID, I mean, it has just changed everything, you know, even my high school season, like I coach at Cactus High School, right? Um, I coached the boys varsity team. We were going to have trials on Monday. Boom, they were postponed because the Peoria Uh. district, look at the numbers. So now we're like in limbo, you know? They didn't cancel football, though. Football's still going on. So I don't know about that. Uh, You see? see? (laughs) Soccer gets second to football. I know, soccer gets pushed out, you know? I guess football's king here, right? Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense because in in soccer, there's a there's more contact than in football, right? Because in football, they don't touch each other. It's they're kind of just you know <laughs> you kind of look at each other and you know. But yeah. in soccer, it's a lot of contact, so it makes sense, man. Right? Touch each other. Hey, but they kept the wrestling season because you know, that's well, if they haven't canceled. They just postponed it. I mean, uh, uh, right? <laughs> So hey, uh, Chris, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. So, like, what is? Are you guys actually in school now? Well, you have to be, right? If you're, yeah, yeah, if they're playing, yeah. if they're touching each other, right? <laughs> but I mean, they, obviously, it's great because that's what happened. Because for a period of time, you guys did the online thing, and now you're back into the classroom. Oh, you, you guys are right? in class, like in yeah, a class. Yeah, yeah, we're in class. class. So, so pretty much, uh, it depends on the district, right? Like, I work for the Peoria district. And in the Peoria district, we literally gave parents the option. We were like, you can keep your kid online or you can keep them in person, right? So I am one of the teachers that has all in-person, like, classes. There's, you know, some colleagues that do half and half. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I'm literally, like, in in my classroom, you know. Yes, all my students are wearing masks, right? Masks. 
But uh, but yeah, I'm actually teaching. You know, we're back in business. You know? How are they? How are they? How are they doing with that? By the way, Christian, are they follow? Are they, do you find the kids that are are pretty easy at following the rules, or are they they like chinga? You know, forget chinga. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and touches. I don't know what's up with touching today, but you know, like, you know, touching other 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 places. No sé qué. How is that going, bro? Well, you just think about this, you know. So I teach junior high, junior high, so seven and eight grade. I teach twelve and thirteen year olds, you know. Just remember, about, you know, you know, you're all over the place, you know. You're all messing around. You're, you know, trying to, you know, hug, you know, your friends. You're all trying to, you know, mess around with your friends. So it's been tough, you know. Like we're trying, right? We're trying. But it's just tough because think about it, like, you know, at that age, you're so social, you know, like you, that's what you want to do. You want to make friends, you know, friends is your life, you know, if someone doesn't like you, you're like, ah, or, or if you're dating someone, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so like keeping them apart is, has been tough because that's, that's what a teenager does. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got to tell you, it, I got to tell you, it's funny because I think I went over and I helped him coach uh, softball uh, uh, one season, right? Or was it oh, baseball? Yeah, yeah. Softball. We did softball, right? First year coaching, yeah, yeah. First year coaching, went over to help him out a little bit. And it's funny to watch him interact with kids. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, how the fuck do you do this? Because, I mean, these kids are just like, dude, the kids are like. Fire, dude, dude like that bread bowl, right? Oh, my God. I don't remember the kids being like that, bro. I mean, it's like, and then it's tough as a teacher because you obviously you got to take care of the kids. And at the same time, you've also got to deal with the parents. And it's just, I, dude, I just don't know how you guys do it, bro. To be honest. A lot of patience. A lot of patience. Seventh and eighth grade, yeah. I believe, is the toughest grade you can possibly teach. Honestly. Seventh yeah. and eighth? Jeez. I don't think Ariana. Yeah. At that age, some of them are mature, some of them are not, some of them are here. You know what I mean? That, that's the problem. They're all over the place. They're all over the board. Yeah. It's a little, well, tell you, let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, not to change gears on you real quickly, but, you know, obviously, El Tri, La Selección, this is pretty much why we're all here. And, yep. uh, let's go. and so, yeah, in, in 20, let me see, 2013, as a matter of fact, I think, Christian, I think you were seventh and eighth grade yourself. Um, you know, obviously, the first tailgate, the Phoenix tailgate, uh, Mexico versus USA. Um, yeah, you had a great. you had a very, very special chance, special <laughs> opportunity chance meeting yeah. um for those of you guys who don't know christian was actually in a bud light commercial yeah um what they oh, did but i got my five minutes of fame already that, Look at that. that is five minutes of fame and yeah. obviously thanks to thanks to pva Army, we hooked up and actually thanks to brooke our last our last guest i think brooke aguirre was the one that that kind of was the connection there to get some of our members so let me set the, let me set the tone for you guys uh 2013 Getting ready to go to the Brazil World Cup. Uh, we had Christian and a friend of his um, meet up at a. We, I told him, "Hey, you got to go to this bar. You're going to meet somebody. Yeah. You're just going to interview." And what they did was it was Univision. Um, I, I don't remember free beer. That's where I went yeah. there. <laughs> I, was, I, I forgot. I'm like, what? free free beer or free gear? Free beer. Free beer. Free beer. But speaking of beer, speaking of beer. Anyways, so <laughs> so so let me set this up, guys. So then, you know, I told him, hey, go there. You're going to meet somebody, and then they're just going to walk you through the process and just ask you some questions. So he's like, okay. Well, meanwhile, we're at the tailgate. He was supposed to be at the tailgate, but he's doing this, this little meet and greet. Oh, not the meet and greet at the time. So what happens is he's sitting there at the table, and then uh, Felix Fernandez, the portero de Atlante, the guy that at that time was with uh, Republica Deportiva, which is a TV show that was on Univision, Comes on the TV, because they pull the TV screens, and they go, hey, Christian, how you doing, Christian? Are you ready for, are you up for anything? I think that was a promotion. Yeah, yeah. Are you up for anything? And he's like, you can see him in the video. He's like, are they talking to me? <laughs> and then Luis Hernandez, El Matador, comes out, and he's like, hey, what's up, Christian? You guys ready to, for the, the fan experience? And they take them from their chairs or the okay. table. Give me the and, whole story. And, We're gonna watch it, Coronel. You're gonna do it. I'm, and, and they we also had the counterparts, the U.S. the U.S. counterparts uh, with Kobe Jones was involved in the show. But again, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the video speak for itself. Z showed the video. Talk too much. Let's, Let's watch, watch the video. video. Roll it. Roll, roll it. Roll it. Roll it. <laughs> 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 tell us how. It went. <laughs> and you can you can talk, Chris, if you want. So let's let's oh, talk yeah, about. Yeah. It.
Cristian, Cristian, ¿estás listo para lo que venga con una bot live? A estos fanáticos del fútbol, un comentarista de TV les preguntó si estaban listos para lo que venga. Esto es lo que pasó cuando dijeron que sí. ¿Qué onda, Cristian? ¿Qué no te habló? ¿Feliz? ¿Estás listo para lo que venga o qué? La cerveza perfecta para cuando un reportero llama tu nombre. Estrellas del fútbol te llevan a un carnaval, celebras con el equipo contrario y entras al campo como los grandes. Bud Light, la cerveza perfecta para lo que venga. Dude, hey, dude, that was who, First of all, who's the guy with you, man? Is that your friend or yeah, that... he, he was, yeah, he's a friend, you know, from, from high school. And, um, and yeah, I mean, like, he, him and I, you, you know, used to hang out a lot. And we used to go to, like, to, uh, you know, a lot of Mexico games. So I'm all like, hey, let's go. You know, um, you know, I, I remember that, you know, I talked to my team about getting tickets and I asked him for two ride and he was able to, you know, hook it up with that. And like I said, I mean, I was not expecting anything. I was just expecting like, hey, watching the Mexico game and having a good time. But uh, and yeah, I mean, his name is Julio. I still talk to him. He's a really good friend. But it was, it was a crazy night. It was a great night. <laughs> hey, Man. Chris, I got a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> Describe that feeling walking out of the tunnel into the field. What was that to like? be honest, I want to say that that was like the best part, you know, because that's the thing, like, you know, we, we all gone to like soccer games, watch soccer games. Yeah. We've seen baseball games of, of NFL games, but just being able to like walk on the grass, you know, like being able to be where the action is going to happen is something that we will never, we never imagined will happen. You know what I mean? It's just like, as someone that just loves sports, someone that follows La Selección, right? I was just like, I never thought I would set, you know, a foot on, on this field, right? You know, Man, cool. just being there surrounded by the fans. We actually got to see also the, uh, we talked to the uh, the players uh, from La Selección, because as we were walking in, they were all like, no, they were getting ready to go. We actually like try to take some pictures, right? And <laughs> talk to, I remember, you know, we, we, we talked to Paul Aguilar. We talked to like, I think Diego Reyes was, was in, in, in that game. Like it was just, you know, crazy. There, there used to be America players, so Paul is still right. But, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was just a, a great experience. And just being able to be there where like the actions happens, it was just a crazy, it was just crazy, you know? It was a full experience, too, man. They kept you, did, did they keep you entertained and, and busy the whole time? It sounded yeah. like, oh, yeah. You went to oh, one, yeah. Another place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a bunch of different like activities. So the first thing was like, you know, they got us, you know, you know, off, you know, they got us from the from the bar. And then we had, uh, we literally were able to talk to like Luis Hernandez for like 10 minutes. Like we talked about, you know, 98 World Cup, right? We talked about America, right? We talked about, you know, used to <laughs> yeah. play juniors. Like, it was just great meeting a professional soccer player and being able to have, like, a one-on-one -on -one conversation. After that, we did that carnival, right? Like, the music, the, the girls dancing. That was pretty cool. And then we actually um, walked all the way to, like, um, you know, a stand or, you know, that it had outside the stadium. That's when we did some, like, soccer skills, We also got to meet Las, Las Modelos, you know, from La, La Republica, right? That was pretty cool, too, you know? I know I, I always tell, tell people that, because in the video, you can see me holding the hand of one of the Modelos. My girlfriend literally got mad at that. I'm like, hey, it's a commercial. <laughs> It doesn't count. <laughs> it's all for the 
Yeah, man. I'm all happy getting home, Ryan. You're gonna see this, you know, like video. And I forgot to tell That's her that, you know. She saw <laughs> though, right? That's the only thing she saw. She can care less about everything else. It's like I know, right? So like, how selfish. <laughs> she saw that. She's like, it's over. Yeah. Like, she saw that. I'm all like, hey, it's a video, right? Like after they release it, I'm all like, hey, I'm showing it to everyone, right? She's so like, why are you holding her hand? I'm all like, she's famous. <laughs> no, she, she even says, your friend Julio wasn't holding hands while I was like, well, I don't know why. Like, hey, yeah. She no, he uh, was all right. <laughs> Julio and Julio Julio had his girlfriend. He he was paying attention at the time. He's like, no, me la van a cagar, güey. Me la van a dejar caer, güey. No, mames. You're getting home. You're out pumped. Like, yeah, I got this. Check it out, man. Why are you holding your hand? Yeah. So with the I think I think I think the word I think the actual I think the actual words were. You know, I think it's funny how. And then boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's funny. It's funny how you don't want to hold my hand in public, but you hold her hand. You come in <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh but yeah, no. I mean, that was pretty fun. Um, after that, after we after, after, with that, that, after that, she went to every game with him. Right. After that, like, I want to go to this game. Oh, hold my hand. I'm a soccer fan now. <laughs> hold my hand. Right. <laughs> no, but it, it was a great experience. I mean, after after that, we got to see the locker rooms, right? Of the players, we went to the locker rooms. They they actually gave us some gear too, like they gave us, you know, like I actually have this scarf right here. They gave it to us that day. They gave us some like the power ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The power ring one. Christian, tell them about tell them about your your jacket. Oh yeah. Oh, so so they also uh, so they gave us a bunch of gear, right? They gave us like a jacket, gloves, right? These jersey, you know, the scarf. So they also they also gave us a backpack, right? And I remember that, you know, when we were to the locker room, the whole event wasn't over. We still had to go to the field. We still had to watch the game, right? So there's this guy that used to work, that was working right there, getting everything going. And he tells me, hey guys, leave your stuff here, right? You know, later you'll get it. And I'm like, okay, cool, you know? And like I said, I remember that there was jackets, gloves, and everything. So the guy, you know, is taking care of it, right? So after everything was done, we came back. And we were like, where are the gloves? Where's the jacket? Where is he? There was a bunch of stuff missing. So I don't know who, like, if a camera guy or if someone was like, hey, free gear. So we lost some gear, though, but it was gone. <laughs> did you talk to the producers, the people, and said, hey, you know, did they, you know, try to see if they can make it up? Or no, just kind of like... Oh, well, we, we told them, man, did you guys, uh, you know, see anything? Because we you don't have everything that we had. Uh, and they were like, no, no, we, you know, we didn't see anything. It was just there. That's all you guys are getting. No, I mean, like, <laughs> I couldn't really, like, argue with them because, like, we still got <laughs> a jersey, a backpack, and a scarf. But I'm like, where's my, you know, in three, you know, like green Adidas jacket, you know? That's where's my gloves, you know, that, you know? Like, where are my Ochoa now, gloves? Uh, <laughs> now we know. It, now we know. If they ever ask us to live it, they were like, nah, homie, I'm taking this. No, I'm no. I'm getting my you know what? <laughs> friend, you know, one time my friend got this stolen. No, I'm taking that with me, man. You're right, dude. Hey, you know, let's learn. <laughs> There's some other guy telling you I got you. They don't got you. <laughs> then he goes on. He goes on Craigslist at the time, and and it's, on, it's for sale. Hijo de su chingada madre. Hey, so I want I want to tr- do you maybe think of something too um, about about the whole girlfriend situation, dude. Let's do uh let's do let's do the next thing, dude. Let's uh let's ask Google for some wisdom around Mexican girlfriends. How about yes. that? Why why do Mexican girlfriends? <laughs> why do Mexican girlfriends? See what pops up. Why right, do Mexican? Okay. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Why do What comes up? Why do Mexican girlfriends called? I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> no. Take out. Take off. Take off. Uh. Well, how about just Mexican girlfriends? See what comes up. Yeah. There you go. Nicknames. How about Mexican girlfriend nicknames? All right. That'll work. All right. What's Mexican girl? And there's memes también, wey. Let's see. <laughs> so, all right. So, have you called any of your girlfriends hermosa, mi am- amada, amada, príncipe, príncipe, princesa, mi cielito, mi vida, any of those? 
This is the this is the the the, uh, the American. Hey, babe, 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 babe. babe. <laughs> I don't know. Beautiful, So let's let's talk about let's talk. Okay, so let's talk about that. So so babe, right? You say babe would be like what? Like a regular hey babe, hey babe, right? Hey, and, you know what? And, I know some no, girls that I, use babe as in like. I'm not even their boyfriend. I'd be like, "What's up, babe? What's up, babe?" Oh, Daniel, slap. That's a sign. <laughs> no, so, dude, like, I, I I used to get their attention. I go, "Babe, hey, babe, come here, babe, babe." <laughs> hey, what? So what? When you would say beautiful, right? So when would you say beautiful? Hey, beautiful. When I want something. When I want when something. You want something. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what would you say, sweetheart? No, sweetheart, precious. Uh-huh. Well, you've used precious, you're in trouble. Preciosa? Yeah. You, you know Hermosa. you did. Hermosa. Chris, what do you, what, Chris, what do you use? What, what are the, what are the love so, terms? So the ones, the ones I use, I use babe or mija or like, or, you know, what else do I use? I think for many I use those two. <laughs> when you're in trouble and she's, if you know you're in trouble, which one do you use? I think I use uh, babe probably like babe, but I, I think I think I I, I change, change the tone of it, right? Like usually it's like babe, but it's like you know what I mean? Like the tone, the tone makes it different. Like a little, little bit, like you know, you, you throw in your they're Mexican in there, like you're you know, like that deep, hey babe, babe. Right there you go. With that. <laughs> I, I use hey, I go hey, uh, mi vida, mi vida. Mi amor, mi amor, oh, no, mi amor is when I'm happy. I, I say mi amor. Mi amor. <laughs> See, what do you use, Z? Amor, mi vida. No, mi vida is when I'm drunk. When I'm like really drunk and I'm crying. Yeah, that's mi vida. What do you, Z? What do you use? I, I use babe. I use uh, mi amor. Damn, she understands it. Oh yeah, dude. Heck yeah, she understands. It. And that's why she, she she likes my language. Shout out, shout out to Morgs. Morgan's Morks. Morks. She loves me when I, she loves when I speak Spanish, dude. Yeah, mi amor, tesoro, mi vida. She's like, nice. she's like, tell me more. Tell uh, me. She's like right. that meme, that that uh, that Dexter, Dexter, that Dexter meme. I love it when you speak Spanish. Oh, there's a, there's <laughs> a, a, a you call me funny, big top funny Mexican meme nickname generator. Oh, hmm. what is? Uh, dude, I'm afraid to hit it, dude. I'm going to get cookies. We're probably going to get uh, blocked again. <laughs> ah, no, no. I don't ah. think you get Get at I want to look at the memes. Let's yeah, look at the Mexican girlfriend memes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hey, memes are epic. Everyone's, oh, Everyone's getting in trouble face. today. <laughs> Girlfriend's way with the F. I'm not there. I know how to spell it. That's all I have. <laughs> Let's do it. Is this true? Is this true? Let's see. Which one do you want? Like, you know, girls be like, oh, Pick yeah, one. that's the old one. Spanish girls be like, go ahead, say something smart. Watch what I what happens. So watch what happens. See, I saw mm-hmm. I saw Eric Comenna right there. Oh, that's my girl Sofia. Latina <laughs> girls be like, I don't got attitude. You know, la cara. Oh yeah. <laughs> What the hell is Walter McCallum doing on there? I was wondering. Complain about the attitude when you act like a pendejo. Yeah, do the eyebrow ones right there. The eyebrow ones. This one. Right, yes. What's going on here? Oh Lord! I've been there, too, girl. In California. You see, you see the California. What's up, Cali? Hijo de Let's go watch the Mercado. What is that a meme? Blocking negativity. That should be like that. Dude, if you need, if your girlfriend look like that, bro, <laughs> well, you need to be blocking her. Oh, no, my God. Oh, shit. Low key. Oh, big one. Big one. Dude. Salinas. Hey, I thought, close that, close that. Chick be like, I'm not even buzzing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know a few people like that. Yeah, I'm okay. Oh, this is Talking true right here. Like, I'm 104 years old. 
What is it about about that generation, dude? I mean, that this is like, what the hell, dude? It's like, Botox. It's plastic surgery. <laughs> plastic surgery. Plastic surgery. Plastic <laughs> surgery. It's true. Dude. <laughs> that, man. Oh, That's a whole bad. other topic we could we get into. We are bad. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Well, that was no. crazy. Hey, Christian. So let's yeah. get back to La, la Selección. Um, obviously... Yeah. You got Jimenez doing some great things up in Europe, Chucky, yeah. Tecatito. What, how do you feel about, obviously, we got the games next week. We got yeah. South Korea. We got Japan. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. what do you uh, – okay, and obviously, you follow a lot of soccer. So, we had yeah. a debate a couple of weeks ago as far as U.S. players that are playing in Europe and the lack of Mexican players playing in Europe. I mean, what's your take on that? Like, should Mexico be worried? Um what do you think? I so, mean, you, you follow yeah, so, so pretty much that has been all over the internet, right? Like I remember, uh, you know, like two, three weeks ago, like seeing it, like ESPN kept posting it, like Facebook and everywhere, about like 10 or 11 American players are like, are in, are in, you know, I don't want to say, well, some of them are in big clubs, but some of them medium, but there's a lot of, there's like 11 or 12. But anyways, uh, so my take on that is pretty much is like, I mean, we, I feel like we should be worried in a way because, I mean, um, obviously, like, the more, like, European soccer, it is a little bit more competitive. There's more, you know, like, there's higher expectations. They do push the players a little bit more to the limit, right? So the more players you have, you know, being exposed to that, it does get their level or a higher level. Also, um, whenever you're playing competitive match, like, I know Dest, I think he's, uh, he's an American player. Play for Barcelona in the Champions League like a couple of weeks ago. I mean, all that is this experience that is, you know, pushing you, you know, to uh to, to be a, a better player. So so I am I don't want to say I'm worried, right? I mean, you know, but you know, we do need to keep sending, you know, like more Mexican players, you know, to Europe because you just, you just think about Raul Jimenez, right? Really good forward, you know, when he was with America, right? Really good player, right? But you know how it is, like, you know, with, with human beings, you know, once you get comfortable, right, you know, you don't keep pushing yourself, right? You got to keep looking, you know, for more challenges. So I do believe that, hey, when you go to Europe, I mean, you do, uh, you are pushed a little bit more. There's more expectations that you have. You can accomplish more things. So you are working harder. So I do think that we need to keep, you know, sending more players. Now, I'm not worried because, hey, we got Lozano, you know, we got our Jimenez, you know. We got, you know, players, you know, that play for Ajax, right? There's a couple of America players that might might eventually be sent out, like Francisco Cordova, you know, really good player. We got that kid Rodriguez, right, from Monterrey, right? So, like, really young players. So, we do have a, a good group that can eventually go over there. Now, the issue with that is, will their clubs allow them to leave, though? Because I think that's a that's a, the bigger problem. American clubs or MLS clubs, they're kind of like letting them kind of like more free. So maybe that's why there is so many over there. I know we're here like in the Mexican league with Monterrey, with America. They want to keep their stars. They want to, they don't care about you. You know what I mean? Or they, or they want, they want the money. They want they more want, money. They want yeah. a lot of money for them, dude. So, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I'm not worried because Mexico does have the talent, right? We got a lot of young players that have been called for the selection, you know, the the only thing that worries me worries me is like clubs in Mexico not letting them go whenever they they're supposed to go. You know, you you're 22, 23. Like that kid Francisco Cordova, he's 23. I think he's ready to go. You know, to move on for another challenge. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, you know, um, we'll see we'll see how things go. Uh, but I would like to see more Mexican players like playing in Europe. You know, playing Champions League because just like someone said uh, that you know. We don't usually keep up with Napoli, right? We don't usually keep up with, you know, used to keep up with Wolves, Hampton, right? Now that we got Mexican players, it's just great to be able to see other type of soccer and be rooting for a Mexican player. So, you know, I think we do get to, we do need to get more over there for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, I think seeing Raul Jimenez right now, you know, he, he's with the Wolves. The Wolves just that have become, have become a, you know, I mean, I would say they're top, they're the top, top, you know, play, uh, club right now in in that uh they're relevant they're relevant like they're, they're relevant re- they're, they're they're popular they're they're growing in popularity and a lot of it is la raza you know watch following them dude they have the twi- the spanish twitter handle right i mean they're yeah. growing, 
popularity, dude, the jersey, getting that green jersey. I mean, they know the market. But again, mm-hmm. like you said, they want a lot of money from. And I don't know, man. I think even Europe teams, like, it's. I think it's worth it, dude. Get, get the players out there. You're going to get a, a bunch of fan base, yeah. dude. A bunch of people, a bunch of eyes watching your, your games. Mm-hmm. Plus, you got, you know, developing t- good talent. So I think it's a win. Jersey sales. Yeah. Alone, dude. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think, like, I mean, I think even at that level, I mean, like, the you know, you want them to go to the Manchester's, to the Liverpool's, to yeah. to the big clubs, right? But, I mean, even going to, like, the Wolves, even though, you know, they they might not be uh, great, but, I mean, I think the competitiveness, like you mentioned, yeah. Christian, it, it pushes them, right? It pushes them even, I mean, I don't even see anything wrong with them going to a league that's in, in in the second division, right? The second tier, because it's a totally different mindset. It's a totally different, different way of thinking out there. And I, mm-hmm. that to me, I think that would help them a lot. They don't necessarily yeah. have to go to the, the first league team, but they can go to the a second division team. I think that really can help a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with Especially that. Man. Mentally, mentally it would help them a lot. Like you know, taking out of the comfort zone. Yeah. And I think, you know, Chris made a good point though. It, it's going to, it's going to stretch and make them, make them grow in their talent. You know, they're going to get complacent over here. They're going to they're gonna stay mm. up one level. But when they go to another and someone else is, like, kicking their ass and beating them at the ball, taking, you know, beating yeah. them in position, they're, they're going to be like, oh, dude, they're going to elevate that next level and learn and accelerate it, dude. And plus, you're a coach, right? You see that yeah. with your players, right? You know that. Yeah, it's all about that that level of comfort, you know, and, and, and I have experience, you know, like coaching and, you know, also, also even, you know, personally. I mean, when you're comfortable in, in, in a position, you know, when – even if you are competitive, like, you know, you do not, you're not pushing yourself to get to another level because, you know, how it is, in sport is always about constantly, you know, pushing, you know, so you can get to the next level. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, once you're comfortable, it's, it's you're not, you know, you're not training as hard. You're not trying to be uh, as fit as before, you know. You're not trying to get better touches on the ball, better shot, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you know... They, you, you do got to be pushed around. You do got to be um, asked to do things better or even, you know, other things that you didn't used to do so you can continue, like, becoming a better player. So, yeah, they, they do need That's that culture. Every day, too, right? Because even in the European leagues, they bring a new young sudden you're like, do you, you, you got to always be on top of your game because yeah. there's a young kid ready to take your spot. Yeah, Just, oh, yeah. You know, this, yeah that competition. Yep. That's crazy, man. Well, cool, Coronet. Well, Coronet, any final thoughts? Anything that we want to wrap up with before we call it, man? It's it's been uh it's been a, it's been a great night, you know, yeah. for the politics, the <laughs> politics side, but also for the Chivas side, beating Monterrey three one. By the way, I don't know if you saw that score, but yeah, that was great. yeah, but not not on the other side where they got people players Busted. getting kicked off the team and all kinds of other <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, that's the yeah, but seriously, on a serious tip, man, it just it just did not look good for the team. Does oh. not look good for players. It's just it's all bad. It's all bad. So, yeah. But no final thoughts. Um, no. Again, thank you very much, Christian, for joining us on the podcast. Um, again, I think that you know I commend you again for everything you've achieved and and obviously molding the young minds. Uh, those damn the 12, 13 year olds. Holy <laughs> shit! I don't know how you there do it. That, Dude, they're in that chance. Yeah, you gotta put He's gotta be patient it, but... and know how to handle it. <laughs> so trust me, every you know, time when to raise your voice, when to be nice, when to when to you know yell, when to, you know it's all about timing it. You know, like dealing with them. <laughs> but I mean, again, again, to 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 Z's point, yourself and Ivan, I think you guys are definitely definitely underpaid to deal with all that stuff. You're dealing with 30 different personalities, and if there's any kind of proposition, I'm 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 voting for that for sure. Uh, for you guys. So, but again, you know, good luck to your season coming up. Hopefully, you guys can play again. Uh, and again, every every year is going to get better, and you guys are going to continue to grow. So, again, thank you very much, and for everybody joining us on the podcast, thank you for joining us. Uh, we are on episode forty-seven now. Forty-seven. Yeah, forty-seven. So forty-seven. Cool. So hopefully we can continue this. And uh, again, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Comment below. And uh, yeah, that's it. Sign off. Yeah, don't forget to you know continue to follow us. I mean, we again we're on YouTube. You know, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. There's so many different. Yeah, again, that's kind of our you know for for our next initiative is try to get a lot of subscribers, man. We're you know kind of in the middle there. We want to get we want to duplicate that. 
So spread the word, man. Follow us. You know, we want to get you good content, bring you great guests like, you know, Christian and telling us his story. Um, and again, want to support those teachers out there, man. We want to, we want more teachers, quality teachers like Christian, like Ivan. Man, if I had teachers like that, go to net, I could have made a lot more money, dude. But, you know, the teachers. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe uh, you could have took some uh, production class so you can learn how to work. Oh, 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 oh. Help. We need sponsors. <laughs> Because our equipment sucks. I have uh, <laughs> any final thoughts. It's all duct tape, uh, man. I'll try to be quick. Uh, Chris, thank you for joining us. And like, I, I always tell a lot of guests, if you're ever in LA, man, let me know. I'll show you the ins and outs. I'll spot bomb tacos. Let me know. Oh, um, there you we'll go. Get, yeah. we'll, we'll get in contact. Nice, uh, nice. Thank you for everything you've done for PBA. And aside from that, just everything. Thank you. Thank you, Z. Thank you for holding down podcast, taking over, and keeping it as smooth as possible. And last thing. In 2020, baby. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Biden. Biden. Chris, any any final thoughts, Chris? Any shout outs? Anything you'd well, like? To... Well, I just want to say thank you to you guys. You know, like it, I had a lot of fun. I mean, it was great just to talk from like soccer all the way to like teaching to like politics. I mean, I, I had a great time. And I and I also wanted to say that I, I have seen, you know, some of your podcasts and they're great. You guys are doing a great job. I mean, of pretty much, you know, like reaching out to the community. All the work that you guys have done with, you know, be, you know, with the BS Army and everything, like it's great. I mean, I, I've been part of some like fundraisers. I remember one time we were like playing soccer for like a little fundraiser. So that just shows that you guys are, are great. You guys are, you know, are impacting the community, right? And, uh, and like I said, thank you for having me. I mean, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> man. Well, cool. Again, from again, LA to Phoenix once again, Cornell, Ivan. Cristian y el Sargento here. Signing off. Hasta la próxima, amigos. Gracias. Escuchando a Gerardo Ortiz celebrando fiestas patrias con dos Genesis. Ah, Let's do it again, dude. I didn't hit record. Good, you man. didn't hit record? Hijo de tu madre, güey. Hey, I'm playing with new gadgets. Give me a Parece mejor. Just go play with yourself. And... <laughs> oh, dude, I'll turn after the episode, bro. All right. <laughs> Cristian, vámonos. Tres, dos, uno. Hello, everyone. I'm Cristian Sanchez, Phoenix. <laughs> I screwed him up, you dude. You see? I missed up. Can I do it again? <laughs> yeah, do it again. Here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one.